Welcome to Simply Happy, a show where you'll be learning how to shift into a more positive perspective in easy-to-manage steps. Who am I? My name's Olivia. I'm a mother, a wife, the driven woman behind SimplyAlley.com, and someone who ditched bipolar, anxiety, and depression through mastering my mindset and emotions. So let's chat about some tips that have helped transform my life and many others, because life doesn't need to look perfect to be happy. Hey, hey, it's your girl Olivia here, and I want to have a quick chat with my ladies that have been on the struggle bus with self-love before we dive into this episode. I know better than most what it feels like to be on that bus. You know, the one where you're criticizing how you look and what you do. People's opinions, heck, even your own opinions, punch a hole right through your heart, and you feel like you've become a big old ball of stress even though you've been trying to do all of the self-care things everyone has told you to do. I get it. That might sound a bit dramatic, but I also know that it's probably how you're feeling inside, even though you're doing a fantastic job of not letting anyone see it. The worst part of all, though, is that you see people feeling comfortable, confident, and full of self-love simply being themselves. And all you want to know is, how can I freaking have that? Don't worry, boo. I've got you. And I'm here to tell you that having more self-love right now can be simple. Too many people feed the story that this is a complicated process that takes so much time when it really doesn't have to be that way. Self-Love Made Simple is a game changer online course that I've invested my heart and soul into creating just for you because honestly, I wish someone had made it for me. It takes the guesswork out of how to love yourself as you are right now so that you can feel more comfortable and confident in your own skin because you deserve to feel empowered no matter what. In Self-Love Made Simple, you'll go through six clear steps to feeling a deeper sense of self-love. You'll build confidence through self-acceptance, and it's a mental approach to self-love made easy. This is not about trying to change who you are or cram more self-care into your day in order to feel more love for yourself, because honestly, it just won't work. I don't want to see any more women suffer with trying to reach the impossible standards of who society tells them they should be. That can end up leading to spending years figuring out how to love yourself, feeling perpetually stuck and unhappy with your life, or seeing your low self-worth turn into mental illness like bipolar, anxiety, or depression, or it even making it worse for those that already experience it. Just imagine what it would feel like to have appreciation for yourself as you are right now every single day and to feel genuine love and care whenever you look in the mirror. Imagine how your life would change with that kind of love. I'm telling you, it's possible and it will blow your mind. It's about freaking time for a game changer course like this for women, one that makes self-love simple once and for all. The doors officially open November 11th, and I will be sending a personalized self-love package to the first 10 women that join. Head to www.simplyolly.com slash self-love to learn more and start self-love made simple today. All right, now let's get into the episode. (laughs) 
Hey there, what's up? It's your girl Olivia coming at you with the steps you need to take to uplevel your mental health game because that's how we go from just surviving to full on thriving, baby. Yes. All right. So in today's episode, we are going to be talking about can you beat mental illness with self-love? Because I feel like self-love is definitely a term that is thrown around a lot lately. Um, And it can sound very like woo and out there and like, oh, okay, self-love, sure, that's how we can, you know, beat bipolar anxiety and depression. So I want to I wanna debunk that. I want to go into that a little more with you so that you can get uh, a clearer idea of how self-love really actually comes into play when it comes to beating mental illness. So before we do, I'm going to warn you, you might hear some sniffles, some coughs. I am, I am recording this before hopefully I get too, too sick. (laughs) That's the goal. Um, But no, um, so I'm just going to give you that disclaimer, that warning. But also, did you know self-love made simple? My brand new course is going to be launching. The doors are going to be opening this month very soon. The date is 11-11 actually. So mark your calendars, make sure, you know, you go to the link, you already heard the spiel, um, get on the wait list if that is something you are feeling really interested to do. And especially after you listen to this episode and if you've listened to the past couple episodes on self-love, all that good stuff. Okay, let's hit it up with review of the week and then we will dive in today's, into today's podcast content. Ooh, I'm out of breath already. This is going to be a fun one. Okay. So this episode is, this episode, this review is from Kelsey Hoff. Hey, sup Kelsey. Thank you for leaving a review. And it says, thank you. Red heart emoji. I wish it like actually said red heart emoji. No, I don't. That would be funny though. It is a five-star review and it says, you make me feel like I'm not alone. Like I'm understood like I'm worthy enough to get better, like I can do anything. Some of the things you say inspire me to the point of just tears. Short and sweet, just thank you. Thank you so much for leaving that review and make sure, (sighs) told you it was going to (laughs) happen, make sure if you haven't already left a review that you do, oh my gosh, just hit my table, that you do leave a review on iTunes, make sure you're subscribed. And also, if you don't have iTunes and you want to leave a review, you can go to my Facebook page, The Real Simply Ollie, and you can leave a review there because I've had some people do that and it's a really awesome way to still spread the love, spread the word. Okay, so let's go ahead and dive in to self-love and can you actually beat mental illness with it, right? And the first thing I want to really talk about with you is what self-love is and what it is not, okay? Because I feel like sometimes we have this like beautiful, airy, dreamy idea of what self-love is and we're like, ah, only once I achieve it will everything be better. Um, And it's just not, I'm gonna, I wanna shake you up. I wanna rattle you a bit (laughs) and and have you kind of redefine self-love, if you will. So what self-love is not is it's, it doesn't, it's not looking a certain way. So I'm talking weight, body type, even your clothing style, you know, like anything physically, it doesn't, it has zero to do with how you look. So even if somebody has like their makeup done and they're tall and skinny and they've got the hair flowing and all the things, okay, that doesn't mean that they have like a good sense of self-love. Even if they stand there looking like that and look like they're confident, 
it it has zero reflection of if somebody has self-love or not. Okay, so that's the first thing I want to touch on is it doesn't self-love when somebody is embodying self-love. It does not necessarily look a certain way. Okay, I embody self-love so hard when my hair is greasy, I'm in pajamas and I'm out in public. (laughs) Okay, that is still that is still having self-love. Okay. Also, self-love is not acting a certain way. So when you see people who have like these really great healthy habits and morning routines and regular spa days, like that kind of stuff, sure, those are great. Okay. I I have habits. I have morning routines. I have all of that. You know, I don't have regular spa days, but it's not my jam. Um, But you know, any of those things, when we think that because somebody acts a certain way, they must really love themselves. They must really, you know, like have a really deep sense of self-love. It's not always the case. So don't think that you have to act a certain way to embody self-love. Okay. That is part of it, but I don't want you to think that, oh, if I check off all the things, right? If I do all these self-care things, I'm waking up early, I'm doing this, I'm drinking water, I'm exercising all the time. Those are great. Those are fantastic. But that's only one tiny component of the whole shebang that is self-love. Okay. So don't think that looking a certain way or acting a certain way means you're going to, you're going to have it. Okay. And the last thing is that it's not even an end goal that you reach. Okay. It's not some like glorious, like, top of the staircase. Yeah. Like a staircase. Okay. Top of the staircase. I'm going to stick with it. (laughs) Type of destination. Okay. You're not like, it's not like once you get there, you're like, voila, I'm done. I'm full of self-love and everything's perfect now. Okay. That's, that's not what it is. I'm going to tell you what it is. So don't, don't worry, but it's not, it's not some, some end goal that you're striving for. And, you know, and you're kind of like beating yourself up along the way because you're not there yet. You're not there yet. Do you know what I mean? So those are the things that self-love is not. All right. Now let's talk about what self-love is. All right. Self-love is a perspective. (laughs) You guys hear me talk about perspective all the time because it makes up our freaking, it just makes up our reality. Like let's, let's be real. Okay. So self-love is a perspective. It's how you see yourself. It's how you think about yourself. Okay. And that's why you can create such a massive life shift without changing anything outside of you. If you just go in and change how you see yourself and how you think about yourself, shifts your perspective. And that is, that is how you get into that place of self-love. Okay. Another thing that it is, is it's a connection. Self-love is simply a connection. It's a connection with yourself. It's a connection with others. And it's a connection with your own life. And again, it kind of ties back into that perspective. So it's it's this like, yeah, it's like, I mean, it's a connection. It's how you connect, you know, with others and with your own life is, is one piece of it. But mainly it is the connection that you have with yourself. Okay. You have relationships with other people. Self-love is about the relationship that you have with yourself. Because, Yeah. You need to have, you need to to work on that one. You need to have a good relationship with yourself. All right. 
And lastly, self-love is a state of being. Okay, this really touches on sorry, it really touches on the, you know, I said it's not an end goal to reach, right? So self-love is this state of being. It's something that you embody. And it's something that you not only embody right now, but it's something that you embody in different phases of life, okay? And this is something that I do really go into at the very, very beginning of the Self-Love Made Simple course is that, you know, it's self-love is about it's a lot about acceptance. It really is. And not only acceptance of, you know, who you are right now, but it's acceptance of who you were. Because we, like, you're not the same person that you were when you were four. Like, let's be real. (laughs) You're not the same person you were when you were nine or 16 or 20. Okay. I don't know how high to go. I don't know how old you are, but you get my point. Like we have different phases of life and we are, I, I don't want to say, I mean, I like different people, like you grow, you change, you evolve, right? Whether it's in how you look or how you dress or how you talk or how you think or how you act, all that stuff, like we're constantly evolving. So it's an acceptance of who you were in those previous phases. It's an acceptance of who you are now, whether there are things you want to change about yourself or not. Okay. It's just accepting that, Hey, this is who I am in this phase of my life. Because reality check, when you were younger, there were probably things that you wanted to change, things you wanted to get better at, right? Things you wanted to do differently. And now that's probably the same case. And guess what? Later in your life, that'll probably be the same case because that's just how we continue to grow. Otherwise, you're, you're stagnant, you're not pursuing anything, you have no goals, you're just kind of like, meh. And I get that that can come from like dealing with depression, for sure. And that's why, that's why you work on the self-love component, right? Because, because, oh, I'm getting ahead of myself, but the bad really sucks that out of you. Like, it really does. And so, you know, it's about having that acceptance of these different phases of your life and once you begin to do that, then you can like start to act from a place of self-love, not a place of I'm not enough or lack or I should be better or defeat or beating yourself up. You actually start to grow, improve your life, pursue different things from a place of love, not a place of fear. Do you get what I'm saying? So that acceptance is huge. And it's not saying like I... There are some people that are out there and this, this, this may resonate with some people. And I I think that's great. There are people that need to hear this, but me personally, I cannot sit here and tell you, you are perfect as you are because I know what it was like to be living with bipolar anxiety and depression. I know what it was like to hate myself so deeply. And so if somebody would have told me you're perfect as you are, I would have gotten so upset. I would have gotten so angry. Because you're, t- I, I would have been like, you're telling me that I am perfect right now, that this is perfect. Uh, anyway, that's like a, that's a full-on rant for another time. <laughs> but, you know, I, I think it's a beautiful thing to not be perfect. I think it's a beautiful thing to have things you want to work on and things you want to change and improve. But doing that from a place of love and not lack or love and not fear, right? So, you know. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that you're perfect just the way you are and you need to accept that. I'm here to tell you that, hey, 
There may be stuff that you don't feel is right in your life. There may be things about yourself that you're not happy with. But if you can just let go of the expectation that you should be perfect right now and actually just accept yourself as you are, whew, that's, you know, like, that's where the game starts to change with self-love. It really is. When you're just like, okay. And when you listen back to older episodes of the podcast, like, that is why... And, and, you know, people have gotten on to me about it. They're like, oh, you shouldn't say I am bipolar. You shouldn't say I, you know what I mean? Like you shouldn't like call yourself that, you know, we need to break the stigma. I totally, I get it. Like preach, you know, but at the same time, that's a way of coping. That's, that's a form of self-acceptance. Now I, you know, I said I am bipolar, but was I at the same time working on beating it? Yes, I was. So that's, you know, that's like whatever that form of acceptance looks like, as long as it's not, you know, unhealthy, (laughs) like that's always the disclaimer, right? Whatever the form of acceptance, like, you know, that's okay. That's that's okay. Do what you need to do in order to act from a place of love and not like, oh, I just hate who I am so much. Okay. So when it comes to beating mental illness with self-love, yes. Yes, there's your answer. Not not just a yes by itself, but yes, self-love plays a huge part in beating it. Okay? And regardless of, you know, your struggle, like the bad, if you have it, and if you don't and you're just like living regular life, because I know there are people that listen to this podcast that don't have, that aren't dealing with the bad. Okay, totally fine. But you know, if you're dealing with like perfectionism, overworking yourself, like any of this stuff, you know, like all of that stuff sucks away at self-love. And the reason that self-love is such a massive component in beating mental illness is because it's self-love just needs to be replenished. Okay. It's been being sucked away and sucked away and sucked away. And because of the fact that, you know, A lot of people are told when they're dealing with bipolar anxiety and depression that, you know, oh, you're just going to have to live with it the rest of your life. And here are maybe some things that you can do to help ease it and make it a little better. You know what I mean? Like, so, you know, like, it's so (laughs) self-defeating. Like, You you don't think to actually step in and give yourself more self-love. You just go, instead of, okay, instead of having acceptance and then acting from a place of love to move forward and grow, right? People sit in this place of acceptance and then defeat. So they go, okay, this is just who I am, and it's sucking away my self-love, so life will just suck. I will just hate myself. I will just not be happy with who I am. And that's not, that's, that's just not what we want to do, because you can start to build up your sense of self-love, right? You can start to replenish that. And in turn, you can begin to beat mental illness with it. Like, it's a huge component of my program, Beat the Bad. Like, like, there's only, there's literally only one module in there that's focused on self-love. It's called Valuing Self, and it doesn't even come until later in the program. But the whole program is focused on building up trust and belief in yourself. That is building up self-love. So, what I do want to tell you, though, oh, yeah, is like, okay, so when it comes to self-love beating it, 
I do think that for some people, self-love can actually beat mental illness all the way. I'm just going to full on say that. Um, and I think it, it depends entirely on what formed the mental illness or the bad, right? And a lot of times we chalk it up to like, oh, my mom had it or my dad had it. Or then we start getting a country accent. And we're like, well, this is just how I was born. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> I, get, I get weird late at night. I get weird all the time. Let's be real. Um, so <laughs> what my point is, is that a lot of the times, you know, it's it's not just that we're born with it. It's that, you know, we weren't taught proper coping mechanisms or, you know, things like domino affected and led to having the bad or trauma or any 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 number of things. So when you start to incorporate self-love into your life, it's, you know, it is that perspective. It is that connection. And it's those, that perspective and connection begin to influence your behavior right? And you start to act differently and do things from a different, um, you know, like, like I said, from that place of love and not fear. And so for some people, if the bad was formed from a place of doubt or a place of lacking in self-love, that may actually beat it for them. That may actually be what they needed. Okay. And for other people, they, they are going to need more strategies and more habits and more ways to step in and be um, like create plans for it. You know what I mean? Like, so it's, it's almost a multiple piece puzzle. So, you know, truly from my perspective, like I've beaten it, I've watched my students beat the bad and it, and it, all of it comes down to habits, which are the actions, right? The actions you're taking it comes down to strategies, which is, you know, those intentional life perspective shifts. And then it, and then it really does come down to self-love. Like those are the three massive components to beating mental illness. Like just straight up, they are. And so I want you to know that if you need a place to start, you know, if if you're feeling overwhelmed by everything, like start with self-love and not with just self-care. Okay, and that's actually something I do cover in Self-Love Made Simple, the course. Um, so self-care is the last step because it's a six-step process. It's the last step we touch on because self-care is a supporting role when it comes to self-love. Spoiler alert, I'm just going to tell you that. <laughs> self-care is only a tiny piece of the puzzle and it's a supporting role. And it's those, it's that perspective, it's that connection those are the things that build a foundation to really good self-love. So that is what's up for this episode. Can you beat mental illness with self-love? Yes, it may only be self-love or it may be that you need a little more, but self-love is going to be at the root of beating bipolar anxiety or depression. It just is. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope that you share it with your peeps. If you found it helpful, if you love the podcast, subscribe, review, all the things. Send me a DM if you want to just reach out and say, hey, sup, girl? If you got a question, feel free to DM me on Instagram at The Real Simply Alley or on Facebook at The Real Simply Alley. <laughs> all right. Thank you so much for listening. I love you so much. As always, you keep saying simply awesome. I'll keep saying simply Alley, and I'll chat with you on the next pod. Bye.